Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Our Chaburu was Zaycha Besiata Deshmaya in this very Makkah, in this week, to have a bris milah. To have Yetzi Hertz had a son whose name is Binyamin Aaron, I believe. And he named him the bris, was in this very Makkah where we gather, Baruch Hashem, where we get together on Thursday nights. And Rav Hirsch is Mazbir Bris Mila. Now what's a Bris Mila? The Indian of a Bris Mila. Rev Hirsch says that the word Arl, which a Bris cuts off the Arl, the Arla, that the word Arl means that which is supposed to be under your control and is not. Rev Hirsch in his tremendous Yediya Satira says that an Arl is that which you're supposed to control and you don't. It's Tachas Yadcha. It's meant to be under your domain and you don't control it. That's why Arla, the first three years of a fruit, it's your fruit. You worked hard and you produced it. It's Arla. Hagam, it's supposed to be under your control. It's not. And the Arl represents the human body that's supposed to be under the Memshala of the Neshama. We have two parts. Two integral parts, they're both us. We have an Hashem and a Guf, two inte- beautiful, important parts to our existence. We have a Guf that we can't do anything without our Guf. We can't let film without our Guf. We can't give chizit to another person without our Guf. We can't run to shul without our Guf. The ever-important body that we utilize in the service that we live with, we utilize in the service of Hashem, and we have an Hashemah. The Arla repre- the Arl represents when the body defies the Hashemah. When the body is not under the Memshala, it's not controlled by the Hashemah. It's a wayward Evid, that's the Arla. And Brismila, Mol means to cut opposite, to limit. Brismila is we, we give restraints to the body. We say to the body that there are restraints. The place, the name of Hashem that appeared by Brismila was Shakai. Sha'amai lo'ilamai dai. Is the, 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 the Hashem who said that the world which was expanding and expanding dai. Limitations to the physical. That's the name of Hashem, Shakai. When he comes to Avram and says, Walk in front of me, do a Brismila. And the aside of Mila is the control of our body, limitation. The body's wonderful, but it's under control. That's the beautiful bris Mila that a person walks with Hashem. So I want to share a Kliyakar with a few observations. Incredible, famous Kliyakar. It could be we've studied it before as a Chevra. I want to point out a few observations, make a few points with Eilam. Really incredible. It's Kedai. If anybody has time to learn it on their own, maybe to study with your family. In Parshas Buchukaisai, there's a remarkable, very famous and remarkable Kliyakar. We're not going to learn the whole thing together tonight, but I want to learn, possibly, let's try if, if the time will allow it. I would like to learn three pshatim from the Kliyakar. The Kliyakar has seven plans where he talks that the Torah doesn't talk about Olam Abba so much. It doesn't talk about rewards in Olam Abba. And the Kliyakar famously brings seven pshatim in the Rishonim why the Torah doesn't talk about Olam Abba. 
In Kriya Shema, we say every day it speaks about Tzachar in Oilam Azeh, but it doesn't talk about Tzachar in Oilam Abba. And the first answer that I want to learn is the sheet of the Rambam. It's the first pshat that the Kliyakar himself brings. Is Das HaRambam. And the Rambam says that the whole Torah, when it promises, like it does in Bechukaisei, physical rewards, like it does in Kriyashma, is not Tzachar. The Gemara Kedush and Mem says, Schar mitzvah There is no schar for mitzvahs in this world. Schar is an oilam So it's not schar. Says the Rambam, all the taivas that are mentioned in B'chukaisai, and the rois, chas v'shalom for defying, are just, the, we'll talk about the taivas, are asaras ha'maynoim levad. They're not schar. When the Torah speaks about rain or do good things, a cherev is not scher. It just means I'll remove obstacles for the service of Hashem. I'll make it easier. It's not scher. I'll make it easier to serve Hashem. It means the promise in the Torah. In Tishmar Mitzvah, if you keep my mitzvahs, Hashem promises, I will remove all constraints, all that holds you back, like wars, sicknesses, starvation, in order in order that you'll have an easier time to serve Hashem. Avul says the Rambam, but Oilam is not mentioned in the Torah, why not? So what the Torah does talk about is not Sechar. It's, it's Asara, you'll, the, the, the Meneas, that which holds you back, I'll remove. But, so why doesn't it talk about Sechar and Oilam Says the Rambam amazingly, Because you should serve Hashem Lishma, it doesn't want to talk about Sechar. That's what the Kliyakar brings from the Rambam. Doesn't talk about Sechar, so the person should serve Hashem Lishma. That which it does talk about in the whole Torah of physical things means if you serve Hashem, I'll remove the Meneos. I'll remove that which disrupts service of Hashem. And the question, the question I would ask on this Rambam, and the question that we could think about Clearly telling us about the removal of Meneos, don't call it Sechar. But it's giving me motive and incentive. Why does Hashem tell me that? If you serve me, I'll make things easier. So you're motivating me. So what's, the, what's this verse? It's not the Sechar. Clearly we're being motivated. And I thought the Torah wants us to just do it Lishma. What's happening here? If you tell him, if you serve me, I'll give you... I didn't mean it, schar. That's so What's the difference if you call it schar or not? At the point you're bribing me and you're telling me it's going to be easier, so you're trying to motivate me. So you don't call it schar. Doesn't have the shame. You still gave me another incentive. I'll make life easier for you. Isn't that take it away by telling me that? No, no. So don't think about it. Isn't that why Hashem told us to get us to do it? It's not to get us to do it. So what? It's just stam a good yidia, yidia balma. You should know you'll have a gishmak I don't mean tzchar. I don't. I'm not even, you're helping me do it. 
So what does the Rambam mean? It says we have good in Olam Aser. It's not Schar. Well, so, I'm pretty excited. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be frank. It's very Gishmak. The life of the Eben Hashem in this world is wonderful. And Hashem wants us to know that. It's not Schar. Hmm. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Like, like things won't be bad. It's promising me, Yeshua. I want to say, I want to say, I want to say, I don't know, I want to share something, Rabbi say. I, I'm afraid, I don't want to say the Rambam means this. It, it, you can't. It's, it's making me think, and maybe this is what the Rambam meant, very, very possibly, I'd say probably. I want to share something with the Chevra. We have two chalakim to us, a gofen and neshama. The neshama needs no incentive to serve. You don't have to tell the neshama, you'll get good rewards. The neshama wants to serve Hashem. All of us have a part of us that has a tremendous cheshek. Its essence is to serve Hashem. It doesn't need to be told about the wonderful rewards it's going to get. There's a part of us that is just designed and flourishes and functions and drives to serve Hashem. You don't have to talk to the neshama and the Torah therefore to the neshama which leads the person, the Torah doesn't have to talk about any schar. You don't have to, of course there's schar. Of course there's oilum You don't need to tell the neshama about the schar. When I say neshama, you know, really, it's going <laughs> to... You don't need to tell. The problem is that we have a second in command, the guf, that we need to motivate. We have a guf that can get lazy. We have a guf that likes oilum Part of us gets, gets distracted. To the guf, the Torah says, serve, and it's going to be good for you, the guf. It's not schar. Talking, if you're saying it's schar to the essence, to the part that leads us, that's not even counted, the neshama's ma'as no'ilum It can't be schar to the neshama that should make the decisions. And to the neshama that makes the decisions, you don't tell it's schar. The terrace is we have a guf. And to the guf hears that it's going to be a good life, the guf goes along with the neshama. I have a rule, I have a rule with incentives, it's based on a toysvis. And it's a, it's a rule I want to share with the chevra. In yeshiva I don't use incentives, and I promise I can get davening much, much better. It will look good for the yeshiva, I care about it. I want us to look great. And I cannot don't use incentives, no trips as incentives. Random rewards, yes, incentive, no. I won't do incentives in yeshiva. I, I tell you, we can make a big time trip, wine and dine the chevra, and say that will look much better. I'm out of my mind. But say that will look better, and we can mamish give it to them. Trips we do anyway. Turn it into an incentive. Boom, we'll look if I'll do. I'm very weary as follows. It says that a yid is a letter gift stuck al menashe yichya benoi. A yid can give stuck can do charity for ulterior motives. A yid. A guy is not a letter. Explains Taisvis, the difference is not a yid and a guy. The difference is like this. It happened by a guy, if he doesn't get the incentive, the guy is going to be mischarit, he did it. You're not allowed to do mitzvahs like that. If you're only doing it for the incentive, and if you don't get the incentive, you'll regret it, 
You can't do mitzvahs like that. A yid, he wants to do the mitzvah. Narvas, he has some aneas. So to get him to like, get in the zone, you give an incentive. If the incentive doesn't happen, he's still happy he did it. I use myself things I want to do badly. I make deals with myself. I'm very, I have a lot of, I have a lot of deals I do with myself. I say, Dan, if you do this and this, the Savior, you get yourself. I have things, I'm, I, I have a plan to get a talus, but I'm only, I, I still have the same talus for a while. I didn't do the deal yet, so you're not getting it. I don't want it. <laughs> There's deals. When you, you behave, then you get it. You don't behave, you don't get it. Now the goal is not, of course I want the talus. But I'm not doing it. If, if I don't get the talus and I still do the deal, I'm thrilled because I want to do what I want to do. If somebody in the mirror, they do incentives, I think it's tremendous. Here's a younger man, if you pass the test, you get a hundred shekels. Let's say they punked, they don't have the money to give the younger man. He says, shucks, I studied for the beginner. He just wants to learn. The Territ says, it helps him. You know, we all have a little, we have a goof, we need a little chizuk. If a bachar is motivated, I'm very resentful if a person's not putting on tefillin and people pay you money. Never, never. never. The, the mitzvah is precious to put on tefillin. I want to earn that he craves to put on tefillin. But never offer him a dollar. He, he should pay a million dollars to put on his own tefillin. I would never pay him. The te- and if, and if he, anybody, if, if you wouldn't come through on your deal, they'd say, oh, you got me to do it. Don't pay him. At the point he's makir, we put tefillin. What do you mean? It's a schos gadol. The terrorist says, I have manias. That's the halacha. That's the halacha with incentives. That's the halacha. The halacha with incentives, you can give incentives to a group who if you don't come through, they're thrilled. They say, thank you for getting us the room. Oh, the incentives say that we, I want to do it myself. The terrorist says, I have a little manias. Now, there's, there's a truth to this statement because we all have a neshama and a guf, but a guy's not in touch with his neshama. The neshama wants to perform Torah and mitzvahs. The Torah never would say to the neshama that's deciding, you know, you really should perform. You're going to get good oil in my book. The neshama serves, wants to serve l'shma, Tashem. As such, the Torah doesn't say the schar. Though there's schar, there's tremendous schar in Eilam Of course, there's schar in Eilam To the gulf that, that, that doesn't always want to go with our neshama. It has a little laziness. So we say something, Avada, that's not the schar. That's not the schar for our system. The neshama doesn't care about that. It's mo'es in But Chach, it brings along the guf would sometimes be ma'ineya. So the Torah says to the guf, serve me, I'm going to make conditions easy. I'm going to give you conditions that are favorable for you to wait and serve Hashem. The guf says, okay, let me jump in. Pulls the guf involved in the Asik. That's, that's a... Is this what the Ram? I don't. I, I read the Rambam. I don't want to stop in my understanding. I don't know. The Rambam says that in the Torah, when it says all the schar, it's not schar. It's removing the maniyos and allowing to serve Hashem. If we serve Hashem, Hashem will give us better, easier conditions to serve Hashem. That is the promise of the Torah. And he says the Torah doesn't speak about the schar we serve because of big chukah in us to serve Hashem. And that's, that's why we serve and the Torah doesn't focus on the schar. Hagam, there's tremendous schar. This is the shita, fascinating shita of the Rambam. I want to share Rabbeinu B'chayim. 
the third terrace of the Kliyakar, Rebbeinu B'chaya, I think it moved me a lot, Rebbeinu B'chaya. Rebbeinu B'chaya says, he says, he brings that, the Ramban is Naita Ledeya Zun, he quotes the Ramban, the Kliyakar. He says that all the schar of the Torah is Lamalam and Atefa. Amazing, amazing Rebbeinu B'chaya. He says, Schar, you do mitzvahs, and Hashem brings Geshem. That's Lamalam and Ateva. That's a nace. Why should I do mitzvahs and good things happen? That the world bends and the world favors the servant of Hashem is a nace. And the Torah speaks about miracles. That you get a good oil above. If you serve, Avada, then the Shama basks. In the Ziva Shechina, that's like Pashat, that's Teva, that needs not be said. He says, a matter of fact, it says, Lo'aisei Avera, this Kareis. Lo'aisei Avera, have this, that they don't go back to Oilam Abba, to a wonderful place. So he says, the Oilam Abba is good, that's a Teva, that's natural, that's Pashat. Somebody serves Hashem, continues to connect Hashem, it continues to be Mistabik. It's easier to have a kesha, to be nana meziv shechina. Somebody shtaigs, and in this world, is a chiddush that the world, there's a chiddush here. In this world, it's a nais, it's a loiketeva, that a person has it good. That's a loiketeva in this world. In Oilam Abba's keteva, the Torah is saying a chiddush even in this world. I want to read the sixth teret, which is very kosher to Rebbeinu B'chaya, and I want to say a maisa, a maisa, a maisa that I appreciate it a lot. The sixth teret is that, um, says, says Adas Ashishas, he says, that the Dibuk HaShchin El Yisrael, even when the Torah promises goodness in this world, even in Olam that's physical, that the neshama is hidden, and it's intertwined with physical, and yet you have schar in Olam yet there's delightful Olam Hazeh, in Olam that there is no chaymer, of course there's going to be gishmak. If in Olam it's gishmak for the servant of Hashem, and Olam is a place where the neshama is a shtickle hidden, and we were mixed in chaymer, so in Olam of course it's going to be gishmak. There's a maizah from Reb Michal of Zlachev. Reb Michal of Zlachev was once sitting, and in a very cold night, he was sitting learning Zoyar right next to the base medrash. He was learning Zoyar next to the huts. The, there was a hot stove as that. It's a warm, feels like a bit. I, I like in our base mesh a fresh carpet smell. It's a delicious fresh carpet. Michal was learning like in a beautiful base medrash like this. We're sitting here on a Thursday night learning Torah with friends. And Reb Michal of Zlatsha was learning Torah like a base medrash like this. It was warm. And now it's, it's the summer. It's a cold, freezing winter night. And a yiddle, a yiddle came after a rough day. Some yid walked into the base medrash. His ears were red. The yid's nose was like frozen salad. He's shaking. And he sees Reb Michal learning Torah. He was just looked like so, like a loimetairi, he looks so comfortable and delightful. We're sitting here in a chedra of people, enjoying, I like the Thursday nights. I like the Thursday nights. 
My son told me about Thursday nights he could see you're enjoying just sitting and learning with friends. We get to, we all have busy weeks. We're all tired running. Thursday nights we stop for a few minutes and learn with a group of chaverim. We sit down and learn with a group of chaverim. It's very pleasant. It's wonderful. So Rabbi Michalov's was like learning such a massive. And a guy walks in the base bench. He looks at him. He said, Are "You going to get oilum habu also? <laughs> like, did, did you lose it? Did you lose it all up here?" That's what the Yid said, Reb Michalov's lunch. Seeing him like basking, sitting by the oven, learning his shmat. He said, are you going to get Olam Habo? Like, like, maybe you lost. So Reb Michal looks up at the Yid. He said, you don't understand. Olam Azeh, I don't even, I don't work for, I'm not busy with. And I get so much schar. Olam Abba, I work every day. Of course I'm going to get schar. Olam Azeh, I barely said a kalvachayim, Reb Michal said. I'm, not, I'm, I'm barely interested. That's not what I'm focused on. And I have, it's so geschmack, it's such a mechaya. There's an oymek to his teret. Rabbi Michlov's Lachav said, Rabbeinu Bechaya, the third and sixth teret, that the Kliyakar is saying, that the Torah speaks about, even in this world with its challenges, even in this world where there's helam, where there's hidden, where there's nesiyinus, where the person's supposed to earn it and it's not designed as schar, nonetheless, the servant of Hashem, nonetheless, sincere person, has so many moments of joy, of satisfaction, of happiness serving Hashem. In Olam Abba, that's designed, it's the, it's, the, it's the day of Gemol, it's designed for Gemol, it's Kula, your person rejoicing with Hashem, of course, is going to be schar. I want to I want to say something to the chevra. I want to say to the chevra as follows. I want to say step one and step two. If I could say to my friends an idea, we're holding, we're headed toward shmos, and I want to say the other two ideas. All of us want to give to our families. We want to both be mekabel tyra and give tyra to our mishpachas. We want to hand Torah to our families. Torah is not just moments we learn, though they're moments we learn. It's not just moments we do mitzvahs, though they're moments, precious moments that we do mitzvahs, precious moments that we learn Hashem's Torah. But Torah is our entire outlook, our entire focus of life is Torah. A Torah. Hashem gave us a Torah. An entire outlook of life. Hashem handed us a Torah. And all of us want to be mekabel this Torah and give it to our families. And our desire is Mayrasha Kilas Yaakov, we want to pass it on to our mishpachas. And I want to say that we have to make our homes happy places because there's a transmission that we want to go on in our homes. If the home is a happy place, and as much as we can work to make it a happy and positive place, in as much as is, is as much as we can be successful in that we want to transmit to our children, Tyra, which is our dream and aspiration. If the home's a sad place, if the home's a stressful place, what we want to transmit is not going to be looked at favorably. And if the home's a happy, positive, wonderful place. So certainly a person should try as much as they can to make the house optimistic and positive. That's Shlav 1, is it true? Is a complete truth. He, Rav Aryeh, who he was zayche, he should have be gezunt, was here many years, Lag Boimer, and he told me many years that he came. 
I was zeichet to eat by Rav Yankin Metz together with him, and many times he told me that big people came from happy homes. He told me many times. Doesn't mean if a difficult home, it's all is lost. But he was encouraging to make it as happy and calm as we can, to do everything we can to make the home a wonderful, positive place. He encouraged that many years. And certainly there's a truth in that, and there's nothing wrong with somebody's intention that his home is optimistic and positive. If that's his intention, because he wants to give over Torah, I find nothing wrong with that. But there's a deeper point. There's a deeper point, which I think is more real, and I say real, more authentic, and here it's almost manipulative. Make your home happy, because you want to hand tire. There's a truth to it, but there's, some, there's a deeper point. The deeper point, life has challenges. This world we live in, how beautiful is the learner of Tyre, and the liver of Tyre, who knows what Hashem wants from us, who knows what we're supposed to toil in, who knows, who knows what Hashem likes? We had a Yid last Shabbos who, who's a Ger, and he came to Yeshiva for Shabbos, this beautiful Yid, and he described in turmoil he wanted Hashem. He loved Hashem. What do you want from me? He was a guy who lived in Seattle, and he read the whole Torah twice, and he became a from Yid. He has a beautiful from Mishmacha today. He read the whole Torah twice. We're fortunate we have Hashem's Torah. We know what he likes. We know what's good. We know what activities to be. We have priorities. We have a system, good, bad. We have anything we do, we have a system of weighing why we do it. We have reasons why. We have what to do. There's a much deeper point. Better than just happy so we can give over Torah is it's much tougher if we can have a deep optimism, the optimism of somebody who just feels fortunate to have Torah. Not you make it happy, and then you can give over Torah. Your, our very happiness can be, our very happiness, the first, all of us every day at one bracha daraisa. If you wash and bench, you get a second bracha. They only make two brachas daraisa, we make a hundred brachas a day. Only two of them are minat Torah. Birchas Torah and benching. We have a bracha deraisa, the first bracha. Hashem, thank you, you chose us and gave us a Torah. Amidst all the difficulties, but we have purpose and meaning. It gives purpose to all the challenges of our life. David HaMelech expressed, Without Torah, my delight, I'd be lost. If, I, if you minus Torah, David HaMelech expressed it, minus Torah for my life, it's amazing. Without Torah, he calls existence Aini. Without Torah, Vadati Baini. A person without Torah, it's a, with Torah, it gives meaning and purpose and direction. Sure, there are challenges, but there's, there's, there's such a void. It's so Shashua, it changes a life of difficulty to a life of wonderful accomplishment, that which to be Ovid, to do. We know what he wants. We know what we're supposed to, what, what we're supposed to be busy with here. It gives a person such an optimism. If I would describe our precious nation, we've been through a lot. We're an incredibly optimistic people. There's a language we say on Shabbos, to hear Reb David sing it, Am Midushne Einig. We're a nation that's wet with pleasure. We're like leaking pleasure. 
We're like leaking pleasure. We are people like in a world of, of difficulty, of wars, of countries bombing, beating each other up. Nobody knows why. Nobody knows what. Nobody knows what's important, what's not. And in the midst of that world, there's a nation that has the Torah. And then we have a purpose and a mission and things were in amidst challenges, amidst difficulty. Such an optimism, shashuai, delightful, a wonderful delight. If we can actually pause and bring an optimism to our life and a, a, an excitement, the Shabbat Rabbanami call amidst confusion, amidst challenges, physical, emotional. I have a Torah. I know what Hashem likes from me. I can learn Hashem's Torah. I can live Hashem's Torah. I can be Isaac in, in that which He's into. I know priorities based on the Torah. If we can have a profound optimism from that, that alone, there's something for ourselves if we can acquire that. And then, in handing the Torah to our families, you're, you're handing a treasure and a gift as we're supposed to. I always want, you know, none of us like lying, none of us like pretend. If we could be real and like the first bracha da raisa we say a day, Baruch Ata Hashem, Lekenem al Chaylam, Shabbach Abonim, Mikolo Amim. Be mispainen, Shabbach Abonim, Mikolo Amim, the fortune, what David Amelech says, Lulei Sayrascha Shashui. So I thought this is something coming to days of Shavuos, that we could bring an optimism to our home, the optimism, the excitement, the happiness of the person who has purpose, who has mission, there's a bounce in his step. There's purpose, yeah, the challenges, the difficulty, this one with Parnassah, this one with Gidl Bonim, this one with Shalom, all different Zachim. But there's an optimism to the one who has a Torah, who has meaning, who has purpose, who has that which to be Amal. If we can walk with that optimism, live with that optimism, we're doing something precious for ourselves. Simcha Shal Mitzvah. It's interesting that the day Shavu is coming, the only Mitzvah Daraisa, Simcha. The only mitzvah, we have beautiful minhagim, but the mitzvah daraisa simcha, if we could bring this to our house, tremendous. So that was the first, first really two topics I wanted to say. I want to share one more zach. The chaver doesn't mind, let's sing first, but then I want to, but then I want to say one more quick zach. So if we could start, Vazzy, if you could start. Oh, uh-huh.
Opportunity. I was thinking about a story that happened to me a couple of years ago, and I want to share it with my friends. I was thinking about it this week, so I want to share this, and we'll close with this. I was going with some chevra, and I was going to ref, they were going to play some baseball, and the weather looked threatening. So I wanted to be mispalled. They did chevra needed a baseball game. So I wanted to be mispalled that it shouldn't rain. Hashem hold off the rain an hour or two. Let them get in some seven to seven innings. And beside the let letter were seven good gishmaki innings. And then after let it rain. Some of the one in the baseball game is nine innings. Sometimes youngsters play seven innings. So seven inning game. Then beside the let it rain. So I was thinking of davening. Then I felt like he's so selfish then. In Durham, there are tons of farms. The right of the yeshiva is a farm, the left. As that selfish guy, we want to play baseball. And you're going to daven. And I start like getting like confused a little bit. Like, should I daven? It doesn't rain. Make a taste of the farm. <laughs> Let it come. And you're like, no, I'm playing baseball now. The guy is like toiling, is praying for rain. And you're, you're saying, no. I got like, conf- got like confused a little bit. So I want to share the Gemara in Tainus. in the Torah. I want to try to explain, maybe to say a pshat, how I understand the Gemara. I'm curious how the, I'm, I'm not clear the pshat, but let, everything's in the Torah. Listen to what the Gemara says. So I got very confused. Am I wrong? Am I being selfish? Be quiet. What are you asking? It shouldn't rain. So the Gemara, famous Gemara, the Gemara said, Chanina ben Daisa. We spoke a few weeks ago. In Shul on Shabbos or Rechnina ben Daisa. Rechnina ben Daisa had a ka'azal be'urcha. He was traveling on the road. Asa Mitra and the rain started coming. Started raining. Amr, he says to Hashem, Amr l'fana, Rebbeinu Shalolam, Master of the Universe. Kola olam kula denachas. You want everybody to be happy, the Chanina b'tzar, and I should be in Tzar? I'd be very sad if it rains. He's in the middle of traveling. It starts pouring. It's dangerous to drive that way. It's scary. It's... So he says, the whole world's happy. You don't care about me, Hashem. So Pasach Mitra, so the rain stops. Kiyoski Mata say when he gets to his house, Amar, he says, Lefanov, he says to Hashem, Rebbe the whole world's upset. The Gansavelt wants rain. and I'm happy is fine. What about the Velt? Asa Mitra, rain falls. So the first part of the story is a hector, you know, you have to worry about yourself. 
So he dabs this. I, I hear the whole world's happy, Hashem, but it's very troubling for me. What's the second part of the story? When he gets home, he says, Hashem, what about the world? I wonder, Pshat, so in the stories that I mean, you could have it for yourself. I wonder, Reb David, that the Pshat, we, don't, we can't play Hashem in the Alechish Bainus. It's funny, when I was thinking, I'm going to ask the guys, it doesn't rain. That's one second. But the farmer wants rain. Yeah, but one second. There are people traveling. What? I can't play Hashem. I don't know the Alechish Bainus. Hashem made us have wants and needs, so we must follow. What do you think we have needs for? Hashem wants me to daven for my needs. At the place of mensch is it's to freedom, then he davens for others. From that place, then he has a rut. He comes home. I'm like moved by the end of the story. To me, that's Megala, the first part of the story. Reb Chanina Ben Doisa said, I'm traveling. You want me, Hashem, to say, don't bring rain. That's what you want. You want me to have a personal cash. What do you even make me have wants and needs? So I should pray to you. I don't know the Allah Cheshbonus. We can't play Hashem what's right and wrong. I have a need and you want me to be close to you. Rabbi Shalom. Let the rain come. Let the rain stop. When he gets home, his mamish Sefrid. He's so clung to Hashem. Hashem stops the rain for him. So from that place, mamish from the place, Hashem's taking care of me. From that place, he's misfollowed for the veld. It brings him. He says, you know, I, have a, I sense the gans of veld. Hashem, please bring rain for the veld. From that place that he's close to Hashem, from that place that he's taken care of, and he, ta- and he, fe- he feels taken care of, he wants the needs of the world. So, Hashem, the veld needs rain. And rain. From that place, the, both the Keshari feels to Hashem from getting his own mitzayinus. From the place of Hashem so cares, from that place of the person who so cared, it brings him, he then, mispa- then he's mispal of the veld also. It's interesting that our own srachim that we have and we ask Hashem, we sometimes get all confused, like, could I re- should I really? It's like the age-old Shailen, people get all befuddled. Am I allowed to daven for that? Every youngster, could I daven the Met should win? You know, every youngster has these type of Shailas. What do you think you want Tzrachim for? You want Tzrachim? Hashem made you have us have Tzrachim. So that we should be mispalos, that we should speak to Hashem. Then the person Tzrachim met, he feels so numbed with Hashem. From that place of his own Tzrachim, he, he's brought, when he gets home, he's brought to say, Hashem, you make me so happy. Make the Gans of hell so happy. And that, that feel was so powerful, it rains then. Very interesting, Gemara. I'm not fully, I don't, I don't fully understand the Gemara, and it's, it's complicated how we don't know all the Cheshbonis. But we definitely are, are entitled and it's important the person say, Hashem, you made me, that it looks to me, this is what I, I need, I need, the Hever needs to run around all this afternoon, hold up the rain, Hashem. I don't know the Allah Cheshbonis. So from that place, the guy finished the seven innings, Hashem. Finish the seven innings. The farmer needs rain. He's in that space then. Shem bring rain for the Allah farmers. And, and the rain comes down then. Very fascinating Gemara on Tefillah. If the Olam has a Pshat, I'd be interested in Pshat in this amazing Gemara. I'm not 100% clear on the Pshat, but it's Mivur. That much I see in the Gemara. L'chair it's Mivur, that the person davens for his needs and doesn't make the Cheshbonis. 
doesn't make those cheshbonis. I don't know how you'd even make the cheshbonis. How do you estimate? And how do you know how many? You start ad- calculating and adding up people. The person davens and errands the way for what their apparent needs are. Say, Rabbi Shalom, I'm not so good at being a Rabbi Shalom. You're the Rabbi Shalom. I know you made me that I'm, I'm traveling now. Please hold up the ring. From that place, the Rabbi Shalom says, Avadah and holds up the ring. Is Mechabal the Tefillah, such an errand to Tefillah. From that place, he gets home. He says, Rabbi Shalom, I feel so taken care of. I feel so numbed. Take care of the world, Hashem. That, that, that brings to such a prayer. That brings and leads to such a prayer. I'm not clear a guy who couldn't daven for his srachim can never daven for others like that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not clear if the person is so locked and trapped, doesn't ever learn that Hashem will stop the rain for him if he would ever daven for the tsar of the world. That's what I am saying. And I think there's a correlation in these. Uh, the Gemara is saying a correlation in the two prayers. The man should understand, he can ask Hashem, I want to play ball this afternoon. Hold up the rain a little bit. Hold up the rain a little bit. My son was in a very tight ball game. And me and my son, you saw me and my little son were watching his blood. A guy goes to free throw. My son, in the middle of nowhere, he starts saying, Hashem, make him miss the free throws. Hashem. <laughs> I started getting, he's diving to Hashem for this. First of all, another guy, there's a whole other guy who wants to hit the free throw. I started like getting, Rebchanina ben Hashem missed the free throws. And I think a person who could dive in Hashem missed the free throws will also dive in Hashem, let people hit free throws. From that place that you know Hashem cares about us, cares about you, cares about me, from that place you know that Hashem holds up rain for you because you're walking, that's the person who could say, I'm so taken care of Hashem, take care of the Gansavelt. I think this prayer leads to that prayer. That's what I'm trying to say. And I think if you teach that you can't make a tasty, who knows what it's good for somebody else, I think that locks the second prayer. That's, there's something here that the Gemara says he gets home and he does the second prayer that struck me this year. Two years ago I looked up this Gemara. This year it struck me that when he gets home, the Gemara wants us to know the second prayer. And what I'm suggesting is that a knowledge that you could daven for your own tzrachim, and that Hashem cares and will fill your tzrachim, is that place that allows a person, when he gets home, say, Hashem, you took care of me, and what about, the re- what about all my, the rest of the world? What about my friends? The rain falls down. That's your prayer. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.